Welcome to the Healthy Mamas Podcast, where you'll learn the keys to living a healthier life from nutrition to mental health, parenting to self-care. This podcast has you covered. If you are feeling isolated, defeated, overworked, and underslept, you are not alone. We stand with you in solidarity and want to support, nurture, and empower you. So put up your mom bun and join in on the conversation. Hi, welcome to the Healthy Mamas podcast. I'm Monica. And I'm Randa. And we're just going to jump into this because we we haven't done this before and this is going to be our first episode. So welcome to episode one. Come along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to jump in and just kind of give you a heads up on what the Healthy Mamas podcast is going to be about. So I think what we'll do is both Monica and I will speak about what our hopes are for this podcast. And I'll go first since I'm speaking anyway. (laughs) Um, So my ultimate goal just in my business or in general is to teach moms realistic nutrition where there's no deprivation, there's no dieting, there's no 1200 calorie counts. Um, I, I want to bring that over to this podcast when it comes to say the nutrition side of things. I also want to learn myself because we're going to be bringing on some pretty amazing guests and it's not always going to be something that I'm familiar with. So I think that having guests on to educate just myself and everyone that's listening is something I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Plus, there's also the stigma of that perfect parenting. And I know Monica and I were discussing that just before I hit record here, because heaven knows I'm not perfect. Um, I think diving into the aspects of all things being a mom, from our bodies to our nutrition to our mental health and that comparisonitis that we all get will be something that's amazing to dive into and just help us all feel better, uplift one another. Because like whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you work from home or you work out of home, like we all face challenges and pressures. And I just, I feel like this platform is here to show and share that none of us are perfect and you're enough as a mom, as a partner, as a wife, and like as a human being. So for those who don't know me, my name is Randa Dirksen. Some of you may know me from the blog, The Bewitching Kitchen. I also have the blog, Randa Nutrition. And now I am the co-host here on the Healthy Mamas podcast. So I'm going to stop talking because... Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's all I do. It's all I've been known for. Um, And I'm going to pass this off to Monica. We have that in common. Uh, (laughs) No, I love it. That was incredible. Um, so I'm Monica. As as Randa said, some of you may know me as the creator and owner of the blog, The Movement Menu. It started off as sort of a side passion project of mine. And I was creating paleo recipes um, for my audience, for my readers. And it sort of transformed into something much larger than that after becoming a mom um, and now being pregnant, being a second time mom um, coming soon, it's turned into so much more again in wanting to reach out and foster connections with other moms who may be feeling unappreciated, frustrated, isolated, overworked, underslept, all of the things. I know a lot of us can feel like we just don't have the time to do it all. And I think what Ran and I really want to nurture is the fact that we don't have to do it all. None of us are doing it all. We're just doing the best that we can. And that's more than okay. So 
If you're feeling frazzled, if you're feeling disheveled, we're here. We're here to connect with you. We're here to reach out to you and we're just here for you. So we're excited. (laughs) So excited. And I should probably mention that I have two children as well. Not to mention my kids. Earthside children. Both are Earthside. Yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I think, I don't know, I'm excited. Monica and I have been talking about doing this podcast for a few months now, and we're finally diving in. So make sure that you subscribe to our podcast. Is that what it is? It's subscribing? Yeah, it's you subscribe. Sub- Driving. Yeah, it is subscribing to podcasts, right? Yeah. We're not commenting and liking or double tapping. We're subscribing. Yeah. It's a different <laughs> as bloggers. This is a different kind of a thing for us, but we have subs- to rewire our brains a little bit. Yeah. Subscribe to our podcast. And what we would love is if you screenshot our podcast, shared it to your Instagram stories and tagged both random nutrition and the movement menu. Are you the movement menu or just movement menu? The movement, the one and only. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The (laughs) movement menu. Cause that would just fill up our cups (laughs) knowing that we are being heard and that we can start these discussions. Fill up our cups with a lot of caffeine. Oh my gosh. I'm decaf now. I don't know. I'm crazy. I am too. I'm drinking mushroom coffee. Mushrooms are banned in my house. What do you mean? My husband. I have, yeah, here's another one. We'll definitely get into picky eaters and picky eater does not have to just mean children. Oh, my husband God. has banned much, like he hates them more than anything. And they're banned from even coming in the home. Wait, I, I don't mind them, but. I'm blown, I'm blown away because I just said to my husband the other night, I said, I think mushrooms are one of the most like intricate, interesting foods ever just because there's so many different kinds and varieties, so many different textures and tastes that can be used in like so many different ways. Like I love mushrooms. So I, your, your husband is hurting. I know. I know. It's so funny. He's not that picky of an eater, but mushrooms, he doesn't ask for anything, but just don't bring the damn mushrooms in the house. So (laughs) I have to, I have to do that, but I wish because mushrooms are a great way to, even if you're making ground beef or ground turkey, it's a great way to beef up that you know, add more volume to those foods, right? He didn't have like a bad experience as like a teenager or something. Well, it's, <laughs> it's because I'm assuming, you know, as a kid, it's like, oh, mushroom grows on poop. Ew. You know, totally. it's a, they're a fungus. Absolutely. That's, that's where it started. And I'm pretty sure that's where it's continued. So yeah, they can't be on his plate. They can't be on anything. My husband does not send back food to a restaurant. He will not. But if there's mushrooms on it, he will. And then he just won't order anything else. He will not take anything. Yeah, his evening is done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm spilling the tea here on my husband and he probably wouldn't be too thrilled on that. But I mean, okay. most people that know him knows that he does, he just doesn't eat mushrooms. And I'm like that with a bunch of food. So I definitely think a picky eater, po- there might be a few picky eater podcasts uh, will be coming our way. <laughs> we all have experience with that. I love it. No, I absolutely love it. I am not in that same camp, but I was as a child. I blame my parents. Uh, <laughs> so I totally understand. I totally understand. We'll have to, uh, we may have to do an entire episode just on mushrooms though. That might be interesting. That might be really interesting because I know you're, I'm, it's the four sigmatic, right? You said it is. It's, it's I've been, I've been wanting to try it, but 
We haven't tried it before. No, I've never tried it. And it's all over the place. It's all over Instagram and podcasts. I've been seeing this for years and I'm just like, oh, maybe I should. And I think like that Organifi brand, I think they have a mushroom base as well. They might. They, there, are, there are a few. And it's funny because I have a few friends that work for Organifi out of Chicago and some here in San Diego. And there's another brand here in San Diego called Oh Mushrooms. Um, and then, you know, for Sigmatic, they have a tasting room up in LA, which is not far from me. So like I am surrounded by all things mushroom all the time, which maybe, and I mean, even our local farmer's markets have all kinds of like dehydrated mushrooms and mushrooms that you can grow at home and medicinal mushrooms, like all of the things. So maybe I'm just, because they're around me all the time, I'm just more open to their versatility and usage and whatever else. But so this is something that's so funny to me is so Monica lives in Southern California and I live in Northern British Columbia in Canada. We are international or not bloggers. We'll hand that too, but international podcasters here. And I just thought it was so funny how she said, oh yeah. And then in LA, they have a mushroom tasting room or a tasting room (laughs) up in the thing. And I'm like, wow, that's such an LA thing to hear. I'm from the North where it's like a lot of like, it's like kind of like a redneck city, redneck town. And, you know, it's so simple. And then you hear like these mushroom tasting rooms. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's so fancy. <laughs> that is very much an LA thing. Where I specifically live within Southern California is a smaller area called Temecula. And it is too like, very like conservatively driven, a lot of like redneck type culture for sure. So I would say that like these types of, um, interests like lay more like LA, San Diego, Orange County, which I will travel to, to like eat good food and like feel more in my like comfort zone. Um, but I can totally relate. My town is exactly like that as well. That's so amazing that you have all that stuff around you. Mm. Like you I take it for granted for sure. Disneyland's right there. Yes. Yes. And like, okay. For those who don't know my family and I, we are very big into Disney. We travel to Disneyland a few times a year because we're crazy. Um, it's yeah. So hearing all this, it's just it's like our dream one day to live in California. Just there's it's just so gorgeous there. See, we need to switch spots because I have zero interest in Disneyland. <laughs> zero negative interest. <laughs> oh, just wait, just wait for your daughter to all of a sudden get into Frozen or something, and then you'll see. <laughs> mine, mine threw on my address of mine as a cape around her neck and started like doing the hand motions for let it go and was singing. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to go to Amazon and buy her an Elsa dress right now. And I did. And Oh my gosh, now that she has it, we're like, Oh, once this pandemic's over, we got to go and take her to see Elsa. (laughs) It just changed. changed. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it. But yeah, so we're definitely going to, be sharing a lot of health-related topics with you from, again, mental health, nutrition, um, things like balancing our our lives, or ba- I'm quoting balancing because really there's no such thing as balance when you're a stay-at-home or work at home or working away from home mom. There's always something that's got to give. Um, but we, you know, we're going to dive into more of these subjects and you're going to hear us go off topic like just now and go into our stories because that's who we are. So we're just going to sit back and have some coffee and conversations. Absolutely. I love it. Let's talk about strong-willed 
little girls because it sounds like to me that we both have one on our hands and they're around the same age. Yeah. So I'm just like so curious because I am a lone sheep here. My friends that have kids, all of their kids are like, I don't, sometimes I po- I'm like, I want to poke you. Like, are you like just so laid back? chill. I'm like, are you okay? Do you have an opinion? Like what's happening here? Yeah. But then I look at us and I'm like, oh, our daughters, I think are like we are. Huh? Oh, yeah. So Monica and my daughters, they're, I think they're like two months apart. Like mine's born in May. When was yours? July. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So the girls are two months apart and girls are hard. So my son is eight now. But as a toddler, as a baby, he was, he was perfect. <laughs> he was so chill. If I told him not to do something, not a problem. He never got into my cupboards. He never did anything like crazy that would drive me crazy. He would clean up after himself, even at two, put away his toys. He would put himself to bed. I was like, oh my goodness. It, it was such a great Put experience. himself to bed. What do you mean? I'd be like, are you tired? Yeah. Or he'd come and tell me I'm tired. And he'd go and put himself to bed. Like climb into the bed himself? Yeah. I had a unicorn for a child. I was tricked into having another. Uh, <laughs> my daughter is very strong-willed. She's very feisty. She, you tell her no, and she will Disney princess fall on the stairs or wherever. Just that dramatic fall and sob and whine and cry. And Yeah. <laughs> They know how to, they know how to test us. They're, they're teaching us lessons. I think that need to be learned because every single thing that my daughter Sophie does when it frustrates the hell out of me uh, in the moment, I mean, I I'm, I'm there, I'm in it. I, there's no introspection happening, but later she goes, you know, away or down for a nap or whatever it is. And I look back on the moment and I think to myself, how is that any different than not maybe how I would react outwardly to the same situation because like I'm older and more mature and I have life experiences that she doesn't have and I'm able to communicate in the way that she can't. But like inside, I'm sure I would have reacted the same way to that scenario. And she is so much like me. And I'm sure you feel that way too about your girl. And it's hard to see when we're in those like trying, defeating, emotionally exhausting moments. We're like, what the heck? Why won't you listen? Or why are you making things more difficult than they need to be? Or whatever it is. They're, they're two and they're teaching us a lot of lessons. Yeah. They're, they're, we'll say that. That's what I'm <laughs> putting it. Um, yeah. We'll she is, that. she is a lot like me. I'm very stubborn. I'm you very joke. stubborn and driven, I guess. We'll say that as a positive. Um, and she gets that from me. She knows she has her dad wrapped around her finger. She just has to mm. smile and he melts and gets whatever. She's, she's a lot, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. And for those of you who are listening, if you are sharing the same thing, like hit us up on Instagram and let us know. But I think girls are tougher than boys. I, a lot of the boy moms I'm talking to, their sons were laid back as well as, as children. Now they're driving them crazy. But as, I mean, as toddlers, where like my best friend, our daughters are four months apart and it's the same thing. It's, it's the same thing. And the two of them together, we got them together this summer. I mean, 
Katie and I were definitely drinking wine at the end of the, every night because those those girls were a lot. They're See, I must be around life. unicorn children because most of my friends have girls. And I said to them, each and every one of them, I said, give me your three kids for the entire day. You grab Sophie and I'm sorry, but you will have the short end of the stick. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm around all of these like kids that are just... But are they the same age as Sophie? Um, not all of them, but even when I, even the ones that are, you know, six months younger, I, I, I very clearly remember how things were, you know, not two years ago as when she was a baby, but I remember how things were six months ago. And it's not too difficult for me to do, I guess, a comparison, which is not constructive or helpful in any way, but we do it. Um, and I've heard, I mean, you hear comments, right? You hear comments from other parents like, wow, is she always this busy or <laughs> yeah. is she? And you're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this isn't a show. <laughs> we didn't turn it on just for you. Oh <laughs> like, my God. Thanks for making me feel worse. Mm. Um, you know, part of me wonders if it's us setting these unrealistic expectations ourselves. for ourselves and then breaking down when you know, our imagined life isn't what we thought it was going to be. Because like, you know, I had a meeting this morning and I was on like a Google meet and my daughter refused to watch TV, anything that I usually do to kind of keep her quiet. She had to sit beside me and I gave her colors and she was good for five minutes. And then she started getting needy. And a part of me is like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But then at the same time, she is two years old a five minute attention span to coloring is pretty darn good. Oh, very, very good. Again, it's having those unrealistic expectations. And then we beat ourselves up or question our parenting or question our children to see if they're, you know, where they should be. And again, it's one of those things that I think is probably doing more damage. And we're setting ourselves up, like you said, comparison, looking on Instagram and seeing what people are sharing in their stories or their feed for those 15 seconds. Compared and we to their don't whole know day. what goes on behind the scenes or what kind of support these other families have. Mm-hmm. Like I remember there was someone that I was acquainted with on Instagram who had two children. Um, and we had just like sent messages back and forth here and there. And I had made an assumption that she had everything together and she was working, you know, full-time doing something similar that I was doing. And everything was functioning well. And we finally met up in real life. And she's like, I have a nanny here 40, 40 hours a week. I don't share that with my Instagram community, but no, of course I'm not running this shit by myself. Like I would be floundering, but that's not the kind of stuff that, you know, people come forth with and saying and sharing with their communities. Or I think people, there's a lot of um, shame and guilt that surround moms when it comes to asking for help and admitting they need help. I am not in that camp. I have other areas that there are shame and guilt surrounding, but I definitely know when I feel defeated and feel isolated and like I need extra support. So I'm trying to always remind myself when I am doing that comparisonitis that there's stuff going on behind the scenes that I just don't have a glimpse into. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind myself of that. Yeah. I know that from even a business perspective, I will beat myself up because I'm not growing where I need to be. And I'll compare myself to these amazing other people who I admire. But I also know after speaking to one or two of them, their children are older and a lot of them are working from 5am till seven at night. 
constantly cooking, doing like as our food bloggers or whatever, doing so much. And I realized I can't compare myself to that because I'm not in that stage of my life. I'm still walking my son to school. He's too young to walk by himself. You know, I have my daughter who is chaos. You know, it's, it's, you can't, you can't compare yourself to others. And that is something that I've been working on for the last, I'd say two years, Mm. but it's, it's a hard habit to break because with everything we're surrounded with, with social media or just what we make up in our own heads, when we see these things, we think of this glamorous lifestyle that everyone's living. The reality is we're, everyone's different. Like our situations are all different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're all just trying to get by. Yeah, some of us are floundering outwardly and some of us are, it's happening on, behind the scenes more so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's great. I think, I mean, just having, just having these types of conversations, even one-on-one with, I mean, Randa, I've never met you in real life and we've, I mean, we haven't gotten into like deep conversations over the years at all. Like this is really the first time that we've talked about our families and our children, but it already has given me a sense of calm, just knowing that you exist and that you have some of the same feelings that I have. Like it's, it's, I don't want to say misery loves company, but like, yeah, it's, it's comforting. (laughs) It's nice to know that there's other people crying over the same thing. We're not alone. You know, it's it's that camaraderie. I I said that wrong, but no, you didn't. Uh, I thought I stumbled over my words, my words there. I did. (laughs) My words, my mom words, my words. It's that connection. We just want to be heard and understood is what it is. We're not always looking for solutions from our venting, but to be heard and understood is just so critical. Yeah. Everything. It's true though. Like I, I was telling my partner the other day, I said, I am emotionally and physically more tired now than I was the first year. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I was like sleeping less the first year. Cause you know, she was waking up in the middle of the night, multiple times, whatever it was, but I had more energy for sure. And just like capacity for like, I mean, just patience and general understanding that was more prevalent the first year than it is now. For sure. My brain, I can feel the fatigue in my brain more now. Um, what? I can feel the fatigue in my brain. Oh, like, I feel it, yeah. I thought you said teeth. I'm like, teeth oh, in your brain. I have some special powers. <laughs> um, no, I, I feel it. And I think too, because now that they're older and we're getting back in the swing of things with our businesses or, you know, our life, it's, it's a lot like this last week I had a launch and, or I'm in the middle of it right now. So I'm doing that with her plus all these other things. It's, it's a lot and it's four o'clock and I'm like, where's my pajamas? Like, let's go, let's get cozy. All right. So I think we're going to wrap that up today right here. Again, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for some more amazing bantering and going on and on. (laughs) Some amazing insights. We're so excited. We're so happy that you've joined us. You'll have to let us know what you think. And we're excited to see you next time or to have you here, I should say. Luckily, you can't see us right now. Yeah, we're both hot messes with our. (laughs) We both have the mom bun and we are just going with it.
So <laughs> I know 90% of you out there listening probably have the mom bun, rock, bleh, mom bun rocking that right now. We're so, proud. We're proud. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, we'll see you soon. See you soon. All right. So that wraps up episode one of the Healthy Mamas podcast. I hope this gives you some insight about who myself and Monica are as moms and some of the topics that we're going to cover. As always, we would love to hear what you want to hear about. So make sure you rate this in iTunes, leave us a comment or reach out on Instagram and let's, let's do this. We're in this together. 